get real messy. That's a fact. Go pour a drink and grab a snack. Yeah, yeah, me. We spillin' tea. We keep it real. We keep it G. So much drama in these streets. Take several seats and sip the tea. It's piping hot. Don't miss a thing. Cause just like that, the show's starting. Welcome to the Messy as Fuck podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. So we have a really long list of chores today because yes. so much shit has been going on in this crazy world that we live in. Um, so much. Like, it's been crazy. Like, even from, like, real life shit, like, everything that's going on with the McMichaels trial to Young yes. Dolph getting killed in Memphis to, yes. um, what, Kyle Rittenhouse, his verdict of him being acquitted, like, craziness has been happening and amongst all this everybody's dealing with like preparing for thanksgiving and holiday shopping like it's been a lot it's yeah so even though a lot of what we're going to be talking about today is kind of like heavy there's some light stuff in here too so um, yeah (laughs) hopefully it's not too bad but i did want to ask you did you catch any of the verses last night with um shaka khan and stephanie mills no I missed it I did hear about it though so I'm not like a fan of either of them and I yeah I was on IG and I was like just kind of like scrolling and I did come across like the comment section on the versus page and apparently they were like CP time times 10 like late, <laughs> late as ever and then I watched a little bit more and it looked like Shaka Khan was on something she was under the mm. influence of something. I know she had a really? past. Remember, she had that past addiction with yes. alcohol, and then there was like heroin in her family. She looked oh, like no. something was going on on stage. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, addiction is one of those things. They say it's like a lifelong journey. So that is crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe she's had some sort of relapse. Yeah, it's quite that's possible. Sad. I hope. I hope that's not the case. But when you play. Right. That, you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Just the way she was like moving and how yeah. she was singing like off the track. It, it just sounded really funny. But Stephanie Mills, she kind of like held it down and yeah. they got through the night. And I think when Shaka Khan was leaving off of the stage, she said something like, fuck this shit or something like that. Ah! Like she was, she was done for the night. She was like, oh I'm going my to God. Yeah, she was done. Um, but speaking of music, I... So Summer Walker's album just came out. I don't know if you heard yes. it, but I have, yeah. Absolutely obsessed with the album. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's like one of those things where like, so it's like her basically her relationship with London and yes. everything that kind of like played out. And when when you like really love an album, especially me, like I get immersed in it and it makes me want to like be in that situation, but not really. Uh-uh. <laughs> Like like the Mm -hmm. whole, like, you know, everything that they've gone through, like, because when you like coming up, you were probably in relationships, which weren't like the best. Right. And things probably happened to you. So you can kind of like relate to what, you know, she was going through as a woman and, you know, being pregnant and all of that. Um, Right. So her album is like, um, I think it's number one, actually. Oh, yeah, it is. But it was. Um, and everybody is listening to it. It's really good. Well, kudos to her for being able to make money off of that shit, you know? 
Right. Most of us just, most of us just get wrong, then we have to move on. Exactly. <laughs> We're just the normal people that <laughs> just the normal people. we stay broke. We go through the shit right. and we stay broke. Right. Yeah. So we um, don't make money off of it. Speaking of everything that's been going on with um, Summer Walker, unfortunately, yeah. some similar things have been going on with uh, Danny Lay and the baby. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy, like melodramatic. It was crazy. So the whole thing started with an argument that he recorded or went on to IG Live with. And this is yeah. part of what he said. Shout it is cuckoo for Cocoa Puff. And shout is not my girl. I ain't never been my girl. Is my side bitch. Is your what? No, my is side bitch. Shout is Ooh. a certified side bitch. Like, like my. Embarrassing me like that. Shout is a certified side Shut bitch. Up. Just trying to act like she No, let, let. Shout it crazy. He is a total clown. He, oh my God. Do you understand like how upset I was about this whole situation? First of all, as we say every time, why is your business for everybody on social media? Okay. Right. And I guess his reasoning is that he wanted to protect himself. It was for his safety. So this all started with this argument that was recorded while she was holding their three month old baby in her arms. Feeding the baby. Yes. The whole thing started with this. So Basically, what she's saying is happened is that he got angry at her for sending a plan B to his house. Yeah. And I think the reason behind that was because she thought he was messing around with all these yeah. women, the baby mama, hoes and Charlotte, just the list goes on. Yeah. So he gets upset. He kicks, he wants her out the house. He kicks her out his house in Charlotte. And she's like, I have this baby. I have nowhere to go. He's like, go wherever. Right. I don't care. He's calling her crazy. The whole thing is just a toxic situation. So just to give like some background, they got together in March of 2020 and then they split in February of 2021. Apparently while she was pregnant, this man was ghost, nowhere yeah. to be found. And then uh, at some point they reconnected. I know they got that back he, together. Yes. I know that he went to see her when she was pregnant and after the baby, yeah. when they were in, the baby was born in the Dominican Republic. So he went there for that. And then I guess they went their separate ways, but then reconnected. So she says she's been living with him for about three months. It's been fine. She's making him dinner, blah, 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 blah. Everything's good. And then all of a sudden this happens. Now he's saying that's not factual. She don't live with me. I never asked her to be here. I never asked her to move in. I've been trying to get her out my house. All this stuff, which basically led up to everything that you're seeing, including him calling the cops on her right? or apparently hitting him. And it also led to a second call to the cops, which resulted in her getting charged with two counts of, I think, aggravated um, assault or something like that. Right. Um, I mean, this whole thing is a total mess. And then you've got the baby mother getting on Instagram Talking right. about how it was karma and Danny Lay should have known from the start how the baby was basically like, this is what she gets. And I'm just trying to like wrap my mind around all of this. Right. It's a lot. It is so much. It's and it, so much. I felt like it was never ending. It, it was like tit yeah. for tat every single time. 
You know what I mean? I mean, I, it's so sad though, because at the end of the day, there's like a little newborn baby in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, even if that's, even if that's not your girl, you didn't invite her to your house, whatever, 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 you guys have a little baby together. That baby needs round the clock care. Meaning both of you guys should be in the same house at the same time, helping take care of the baby. Right. You have to co-parent like that's exactly he's like, oh yeah, you know, like I'm all about being a father and this, this, and that. And here's the thing. Here's one of the things that took me over the edge with this whole situation. The very first time that they show, excuse me, that he shows the world, the baby is during this whole situation. Right. Right. So the the whole reveal is clouded with all of this shit that's going on between mom and dad. And she was pissed about that. She was pissed. Like even more so than being humiliated by being called a side piece. And by the way, she had her receipts. Like she, from every month that they started dating up until recently, she was like, okay, I'm a side piece, but you got me in your videos. You doing this, you doing that. You did that. We're together, blah, 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 all this stuff. So she had her shit like lined up and, you know, she was hurt about the whole baby thing, but also this is just, just in all, it was just a humiliating experience for her. I think, you know what I mean? Playing out like that. And the whole theme that we hear is like, oh, she's crazy. She's crazy. She's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, whatever the fuck he was saying. Like, why, why are women just labeled like that crazy person? And I thought about that and I'm like, you know what? This is what I think it is. When you're in a relationship and you like, you really, really love somebody, you're in love with somebody, you go hard for that person. You know what I mean? Like you don't hold back. And I feel like when you feel like you're being played, not always is it your initial reaction to like take a breath and be like, you know what, I'm gonna just walk away from this toxic situation. No, sometimes you think without thinking, like it's, it's like the rage, you know what I'm saying? Like the, you love him so much that he betrayed you. And now you're trying to find out what's going on and why he's stepping out and why all this stuff is happening to you when you've done nothing but loved him. And that's the crazy quote unquote that he's seeing because of some shit he did. But what about the, but what about the hitting? Cause Laura knows these dudes say some crazy stuff. They deserve to get smacked across the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, she called, she called him a bitch a couple times, girl. I know that. <laughs> you know I, what I'm saying? I don't know if she hit him, but she definitely called him a bitch a couple times. It it was crazy. Um, I mean, like people want people want to say all day long, oh, nobody should be laying hands on anybody. But like, I mean, come on, you're a man. She's a woman. Like right just uh, he's gonna call the police that makes him look like he can't even you know right. keep his house in order right That's and crazy. he like he, 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 what did he say he labeled it a fatal attraction situation oh my god so anyway she eventually you know left the house and i don't know where she went but um she said that the baby is safe she's safe yeah She's basically keeping quiet. In the meantime, her brother is not keeping quiet. He's trying to catch the fade with the baby. Like he <laughs> he, oh he is ready to go in um, with the baby. <laughs> and I don't, I mean, in that kind of a situation, I don't know who would win. I don't know, you know, I don't know them, but he is dead serious about it. Like he is protecting his sister at all costs. He does not care. He's about that life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, 
look, I I'm I'm on the woman's side on this one. I feel like you know, I, and even the video he took of her, like she's not shouldn't have any clothes on. She's yes. in the bed. He's just doing too much. Way too I'm much. Sorry. Way too much. It's I, you know what it felt like? An invasion of privacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I kind of like, felt like I shouldn't have been watching it, but at yeah, the same like time, we shouldn't be a part of that. I was definitely following it. Like <laughs> right. I was trying to figure it all out, piece it all together. Right. So um I just hope for her sake, you know, I like her. I like her music. I feel like that's not a situation she should connect herself to any longer on a romantic level. You know what I'm saying? Like co-parent and leave it at that. Like you got to cut off the feelings and just take care of that baby. That should be her goal. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's looking like that's all that she's going to get from him is like, you know, maybe some co-parenting. But other than that, she needs to move out, move on. And don't yeah. let someone put in that, her in that position again. Absolutely not. Call it quits. Well, unfortunately, you know, this, uh, this theme is obviously, you know, as common as they come because <laughs> Stevie J and Faith Evans. Okay. Yes. Crazy. Oh God. Craziness. So they got married. If you remember, um, I think it was like around 2018, they had that shotgun wedding in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. So everybody was like shocked because it was a surprise. Nobody knew that they were even like dating. It was crazy. Right. So all this hype about that. And I think it was like the beginning of this month in November that Stevie J filed for a divorce from Faith Evans because he was saying that she cheated with somebody and it was in their house and he wasn't happy. So we hear all this and then like two seconds later, we see them frolicking on a beach with each other. Right. I, like, laughing, smiling, giggling, all this. Okay. So you think, okay, well, maybe, you know, everything is getting back to normal. He's going to call off the divorce. No. Right. So a video leaked on Instagram just the other day of them fighting and saying horrible things to one another, like telling each other that they hated each other and all this other stuff. And she was trying to like, basically like get him off of her. He wasn't having it. He was accusing her of, you know, having an affair and all this other stuff. And if you remember back in 2019, he was on Twitter saying that she cheated on him at that time as well. So it, it was a whole thing there. And then after that, there were reports of domestic abuse uh, I think he said that Faith had attacked him and then Stevie dropped the case, um, I guess, because he refused to testify against her or something like that. So Ooh. this is the same dude that dated Jocelyn Hernandez. So yeah. I mean, we can't really expect too much out of him. Uh, but I, so in college, quick story time, when I was at UNCC, I met Faith Evans and she was a bitch. was she was she on crack back then too i don't know i don't think so i mean she could have been on the low but um she just was she was just really nasty like she looked like she didn't want to be there she wasn't engaged with her fans she didn't want to sign shit she was just really she just had a really bitchy attitude and i did after that i was just like uh no thank you so um, (laughs) i can kind of imagine like an outsider looking in what that relationship is like. Like, right. it really doesn't even make sense to me. I, I mean, read a, I read a comment. Someone said the new Bobby and Whitney. Yes. 
because in some ways they're good for each other, but in other ways they are just like terrible. terrible. Yes. They're like two firecrackers that they don't need to be together. And then so, you mix in the drug, you mix in a little drugs and you just <laughs> mix in a little drugs and alcohol and some other dick. Yeah. And then it's a whole nother, <laughs> it's, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother situation. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I feel like every year there's been some kind of like falling out with them. That's kind of like led to this final step for a divorce. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe we'll see them, you know, maybe we'll see them on the beach again, frolicking on the beach again, or <laughs> <laughs> onto their next activity. Who the hell knows? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I hate to change the subject to something a little more somber but we have to talk about this because it's a major thing going on right now and it's a story that like I felt connected to I guess in a way um is Travis Scott oh the astro world the Travis Scott yes yeah yeah This here with all the ice on in the booth At the gate outside When they pull up, they give me loose Yeah, jump out, boys That's Nike boys hopping our coast This shit way too big When we pull up, give me the loot Was off the Remy Had up at post Had to in my old town To duck the news Two-four-hour lockdown We made no moves Now it's 4 a.m. And I'm back up popping with the crew I just landed in Chase B mixes pop like Jamba Joes. Different color chains. Think my jeweler really selling fruits. And they joking, man. No, the crackers wish it was I love that song, by the way. I know. <laughs> I mean, I actually am a I actually am a Travis Scott fan. Actually, I went to his concert when he came to Buffalo a few years ago. Okay, cool. Um, because I like his energy, you yeah. know. And there's a few songs that I really do like. And, you know, we had a good time. Mm-hmm. So when this story came out about what happened in Texas, in Houston, with his concert recently, I was shocked mm-hmm. because, you know, it really was like, you should never go to a concert and not make it home, no. basically. And so he has this World concert in Houston. It's a huge event it is a festival. So, you know, if you know festival style concerts, there are no seats. Right. You just go. And it's and a huge open area. It's a huge open area. There's usually several performers and it's like a whole day event. Right. So, you know, everybody's there and the stories, I don't know if you got on TikTok, got on YouTube and listened to anybody's experiences there. It sounded like like straight out of hell a complete nightmare and it's people were trampling each other crushing each other like it was people were falling out left and right total chaos total complete chaos and just the way they were describing and a lot of these people that were at the concert were very young Mm -hmm. you know because I mean he has a fan base that's kind of like a younger, like almost um, college crowd, even younger, because, you know, he's featured in, you know, um, Fortnite. And so he, he really is like getting that younger crowd. So a lot of these, these people that were at the concert were young adults. 
Mm-hmm. And the way they described it, oh my God, I cannot even imagine. I love going to concerts and I love going to festivals. And that is really scary to think that you can get trapped like that. Like people were, you know, there were there are people breaking arms, breaking legs. There are people that died. Ten people actually died. Um, and I'm sure you heard, including a nine-year-old little boy. Yes, he was I saw called- that. Yes, he was being held up in his father's shoulders. His father was being crushed, passed out, dropped him into the crowd, and he was trampled to death. And so just the insanity. And now it's kind of like, who's to blame? You know what I'm saying? Some Some people are like, leave Travis alone. It's not his fault. Others are saying, oh, no, this is the kind of concert he likes. You know, he incites this type of thing. He didn't stop the concert. He knew people were in distress. Yeah. And and so that's the debate now. There's there's tons of lawsuits that are happening. Yeah, I, heard last, like, I heard like I heard billions, right? Yes. Seven, well, the last one that, that I think yesterday was filed was 750 million. Oh my god. And, yeah, it was a combined lawsuit. It was about 100 or so um people under this one lawsuit and what and one was somebody that passed away they were all under the same lawsuit for 750 million and that's not the only lawsuit he's got tons more lawsuits than that one and they're all against Travis Scott oh my god so so it's not against so I don't know how that works is it is it it can't be just against the artist like isn't it like his brand? Isn't it the, the 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 people who organize the festival? Why is it the artists and solely the artists? That's interesting. That's an interesting point. So some of the lawsuits are more combined. Like some of them actually even mention Drake. So because Drake was a guest there and did a couple of songs with him. Mm-hmm. And so some of the lawsuits mention Drake, Travis his team and the organizers of the event. Okay. You know. But some of them just mentioned Travis because the core of it comes from, they feel like it is the artist's responsibility to stop the concert mm-hmm. you know, because they actually have footage of people coming out. Some of his team coming out, whispering in his ear, telling him, Hey, something's going on. And him just being like, Ignoring okay, it. I'd keep going. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I saw a couple clips of like two people going onto the stage where the cameraman yes. was and telling them yes. to stop. And the cameraman was like pushing them back, like you need to go back yes. into the crowd. And you mm-hmm. know, I don't know what instructions the cameraman is given. Like maybe it's just keep it rolling no matter what. Yeah, the show but must go on. Or you something. gotta figure out whose job it was to stop. And now you see. Yeah. Like now I'm starting to see more and more artists are being very careful when they're performing yes. about checking yes. in with, you know, people who are in attendance to make sure everything's yes. good and on the up. Um, that is terrifying though. That is yes. terrifying that to, to that song after song and you are being trampled on. You can't breathe. You can't get out. There's not enough police. There's not enough EMS, um, ENT workers. And you are, you are stuck. Like, what do you do? Like, yeah. you can't breathe. You just have to accept your fate. Yeah, like, that's that, crazy. That's really, really wrong. I and don't know who's responsible. Wasn't there like a picture of somebody jumping on top of an ambulance or something as if yeah, like, dancing on top yes. of this, nothing's going on. Yeah. Oh my God. And if that's not enough to stop a concert, I don't know what is. There's a, there's a picture, pictures and video of a, of an ambulance trying to get through the crowd of people to get to somebody who had died 
You know what I'm saying? And if that's not enough to stop a concert, I don't know what is. I don't really know who should be at fault, but I do feel like partly the organizers of the event, Mm -hmm. partly, but partly Travis too. And partly Travis's team, like you said, because even the way people are describing it, even the construction of the stage, which he has the same construction for most of his shows, where it's like the barricades, like almost like, are the reason why people died because it it made people push inward and there was no way out. Right. So, you know, at at a concert like that, at at a festival, you have to have ways for people to get out. Exit safely. Right. Yes. You have to have exits. There are all sorts of different emergencies that can happen at a concert. You have to have ways for people to get out. There should be no reason why someone was trapped and they could not get out and they were dying. You know what I'm saying? Like there should never be that situation so i travis is in a lot of trouble oh he's in in a lot of trouble he really is and i I really do truly believe this might have been a career ending event for him unfortunately and and you know i don't know i think that i don't think that he's going to be able to come back from this it's just too it's too heavy it's too heavy. And a lot of people yeah. think that there's no excuse for it happening. And I mean, yeah. this is this is not even just, this is reaching even younger generations who are like, yeah. what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think they're going to think twice about whose concert they're attending. You know, yeah. they're going to go, what are, observe your surroundings, you know, figure out where mm-hmm. is a safe space, whatever. Yeah. You know, so this doesn't happen again. And I know like, what's her face? Who is he dating? Kendall, right? Kendall? Uh, Kylie. Or Kylie. Kylie Jenner. I yeah, know she's like coming. child on the way. Yeah. And she's yeah. coming to yeah. his defense. I, you know, I know mm-hmm. all that. But um, yeah, I think you're right. I think this is going to be a big issue for him moving forward in his career. I do think. That. Yeah, I think that was a career ending event for him, unfortunately. And I do like Travis Scott, but, you know, I don't know. It's just it's just really unfortunate, really, mm-hmm. really unfortunate. If you have that kind of money and you're making that kind of money and you have creative control, you need to be, you know, you have, you have to take some responsibility, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, unfortunately it just, he just didn't take responsibility, didn't stop the concert. And his name is a test forever attached to this, this well, unfortunate event. And he's going to learn the hard way. He's yeah. going to, I mean, not fair to put the blame all on him, but he is going to learn the hard way for, yeah. for not doing more than what he did. Yeah, it's that Kardashian curse. I think they, it all is. Those, all the men that they mess around with end up in like in horrible situations. Horrible situations. Yes. It's really bad. Well, so, you know, Pete Davidson know. better watch out then because he's next. With I feel so bad for him. I'm like, he better run to the hills. He better run as fast as he can and never look back. He doesn't have a chance. He doesn't have a chance in hell. <laughs> I swear he needs to run. Oh my they, they God. Just, they just destroy these men. They, you they know. destroy them. Yes. I mean, Kanye yeah. was crazy as hell before. So he was a rare, he was a rare exception. Um, but still, you know. still, Kanye, still, he got, he went downhill when he got with Kim. Come you on, think like, so? He, oh yeah. 
oh yeah, he's crazy, right? I'm trying to run for president one moment. And, yeah, I mean, come on now. He's crazy. Lamar Odom's crazy. All, every, all of them that they date, they just, yeah. something happens. It, it is a curse. It is. I believe in it now. I do. I really, truly. Scott, poor Scott Disson. Oh, oh my God. Poor all Scott. Of them. Oh my all God. All of them. It is a oh. curse. So, <laughs> so moving on, we have um, Ti's stepdaughter, Zonique, I believe it's pronounced. Yeah, and it's it's Tiny's biological daughter, but Ti's yep. stepdaughter. Yeah. So she recently was in the news because her house went into pre foreclosure for months and months and months of not her not making the payment. And her reasoning was she thought that she literally thought that it was on auto pay and she didn't pick up the phone, the various phone calls they made to her because she doesn't pick up 1-800 numbers because she thinks they're just telemarketers. I'm done. But how old is this girl? Her. Um, you know, I don't know how old Zanika is. She's I, in her 20s. I think she's in her 20s, right? I was going to yeah, say. She's yeah, she's in her 20s. She's in her early 20s. So, you know, still, still okay to make a few mistakes, I guess. But I just thought it was funny because there is a reboot of the game. I used to love that show, by Tasha the way. Tasha Mack. Tasha Mack and Derwin <laughs> and, and Med School. Anyway, I used to love that show. I watched it religiously. And um, they have a reboot now of the show Mm -hmm. and it's on Paramount plus, I believe. So if you have that app, it's on there and it's funny because the for the very first episode addresses this exact topic. And it's actually um, one of the players from the first show, his daughter Mm -hmm. is like the star of this show. Okay. And she's, and they start the episode off with her um, being, foreclosed on and someone coming and trying to take all her stuff so I just thought it was funny that you know that show kind of went along with what's happening to Zonique but just very you know very interesting I I don't know what's going on it's all about responsibility like you got yeah house like you know you got to pay this mortgage like be a responsible adult like when she has that many telemarkers calling her like doesn't she come from money and so, her dad is Tia. He can't buy her a house flat out. She gotta make payments on it. Come on, what's going? What's going on with that? I mean, well, maybe buy her a condo, buy her something flat maybe, out. <laughs> maybe he's <laughs> maybe he's trying to teach her to be like a little bit more independent. I don't know, but this yeah, is obviously too not the way to do it, right? <laughs> right. A little too independent. Oh she's gonna God. have a foreclosure well, she, on her. She needs to get back on track. Right. Get the credit yeah. score back up. Okay. Yeah. Um, craziness. So here's something that's crazy as well. Um, Erica Badu, Miss Bag Lady, Tyrone, yeah. we love her. Um, <laughs> she's dating somebody new. She's 50. He's 25. Okay. Whoa. Okay. He's some producer. His name is Jaron or Jaron, something like that. Anyway, she moves him into her house. Mm. She's gifting him all of these things. Apparently, she gives him a very generous living allowance, which is like thousands of dollars each month. Okay. But everything is in her name. So she's smart. She's tricking out, but she's smart. But yeah. she's 25. So the sugar mama, right? Sugar mama here. 
and doing all this stuff for her, um, her new boo, half her age. But um, uh, somebody says that she's not being the fool because everything is her name. So she, when she wants him gone, he's out of she here. Can, exactly. She can so she's got full that's control. Smart. Yeah. That's smart. So she's she, getting, I mean, who's to say, you know, she wants, she could be a sugar mom if she oh, wants sure, to be. She, sure. she earned that title. Listen, how Stella got her groove back. Exactly. Okay. She got the money to do it. Why yes. not? She, you know what I'm saying? And she's doing it the right way, unlike yeah. Jada Pinkett. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, don't, don't get me started. Oh. Crazy. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So I say sure. go Erica Badu. I get yeah. it. I think. I'm sure they're having a great time. Sex life is probably yeah. good, you know. Yeah. yeah. Candles that smell like her coochie. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Burn one of those. Get burn, the mood going. Girl, what? It's it's on. <laughs> Um, so that's what's going on with her, Miss Badu. Now, this is going to sound really crazy because I came across this the other day and I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. Okay. So do you remember Alyssa Milano from that show Charmed back oh, in the yeah. Yeah. Okay. So listen to what she said. I'm just going to quote her because I feel like if I don't, it's just going to throw everything off. So this is what Alyssa Milano said. She said, After going through therapy, after giving birth to Milo and remembering that one moment of feeling like I was being held down and had things being done to me that I didn't want to, to me, was very reminiscent of being sexually assaulted. She asked herself, why does this invasive feeling feel so familiar to me? So let me just give you a little bit of background about Alyssa Milano. So she first came out about being sexually assaulted herself. So she did experience a traumatic event in 2018 when she was 19 years old, okay? And she she told the world about this much later. So she's coming out now saying that basically when she gave birth, she was triggered when she realized how many people had access to her vagina while she was giving birth to her daughter. Because as we all know, it's a hands-on process. Like Mm -hmm. there are nurses that have to administer things. There are doctors that deliver the baby. Sometimes there are midwives, whatever. Like at least there are a few people in that room trying to deliver a healthy and safe baby. So she's comparing birth to being sexually assaulted simply because of the trauma she experienced and how invasive that process was. Hmm. I have two things to say about it. Number one, how do you not know the birth experience? How do you not know that at least two people have to be in the room to give, you know, to the whole birthing experience? Number two, I watched the movie Fear with her, Reese Witherspoon, and Mark Wahlberg, and I think 1996 when it came out, was one of my favorite movies. And if you remember the movie, it was very sexual. And there was like scenes in there where she actually was being raped, not literally, but in the scene, there was assault taking place. This was after she herself was literally sexually assaulted. So I'm just trying to wrap my brain around how if if that if the birthing experience was traumatic, why was her not being sexually assaulted in a movie in 1996 not traumatic? 
Yeah. Maybe it was though. I mean, what did she did, Why did she sign up for the role? I mean, strange. Um, strange um, that she would read the script and see that that that's the way it was going and agree to do the movie. Correct. But I don't know. I mean, but she was always cast as like the slut, the fast girl. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to say it nicely. No, but we don't. This always, is an uncensored podcast, so we right, right. we're not doing that. Right, she was the, she was the around the way girl in all the movies. Right, so, she was. So maybe that's just the roles that she had to take at the time. But you know, it is kind of strange to go through that and then want to take a role like that. Right. Yeah, and so yeah. apparently she has two kids. So I guess she gave birth to her son after the daughter, and she obviously felt that way and got triggered again. Maybe she had a C-section this time. Girl, I'm confused. (laughs) Stay away from the vagina. Just go in through the stomach. (laughs) So many people haven't access to the vagina. I don't know. That's crazy. Um, I know we're kind of like all over the place because we're kind of like skipping back to what, you know, all of these fucked up relationships that have been going on. Yes. But what is going on with Zayn Malik or Malik? Zayn Zayn Malik, he is, of course, as you know, a former One Direction member. Um, He has some some drama lately. And he's, and it's surprising because he's usually somebody that stays out of the media. But he has some drama lately. I don't think our listeners really know who he is. I'm going to play this clip because this song was one of my favorites and people might know just by listening. Climb on board, Mula, baby. We'll go slow and high tempo. Yeah. Light and dark. Hold me hard, I'm mellow. I'm seeing the pain, seeing the pleasure. Nobody but you, body but me, body but us, bodies together. He the one, she the two. I love to hold you close tonight and always. I love to wake up next to you. That's a song, Pillow Talk. I remember that. Yes, that was the, that was the remix. That yeah, yeah, I love that song. My daughter actually, ironically, just two days ago was like, "Oh, I love this song by Joe Jonas." I was like, "Crack!" I was like, "That's not Joe Jonas." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really think that people know who he is all that much, but right. they do know him by that song. They right. that song. Um, but yeah, he's he's usually a pretty private person. You know, mm-hmm. he's not super in the media, but he does have some drama going on. He, he actually has a, a pretty high profile girlfriend or did have a high profile girlfriend, Gigi Hadid or Hadid or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, she's known for dating Lots of celebrities. So, you know, she's pretty high profile. Well, apparently, and I, I don't know, maybe it's not funny, but the story makes me laugh. So apparently, they so they have a, a baby together. Right. They just had the baby not too long ago. So apparently Gigi's mother, Yolanda, came to help take care of the baby recently. Gigi was at Paris Fashion Week. So it was just Zane and Yolanda at the house together <laughs> taking oh, care Lord. of the baby. Mother-in-law. Oh my God, oh. mother-in-law drama. So apparently they get in an argument of some sort. They Yolanda claims that Zane struck her and pushed her into a dresser in their argument. 
and called up Gigi and was yelling and screaming, saying, get your mother out of this house. I can't take it, blah, 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 blah. Yolanda calls the police because everybody loves calling the police these days. So Yolanda calls the police. Um, He gets arrested. He's got, now he's facing four counts of harassment. Like Mm -hmm. they break, Tim and Gigi break up. And, you know, he, it's just a hot, hot mess. Yeah. Damn, this world came crumbling down. Came crumbling. But you know, Gigi, Gigi probably got the baby. Yeah. You but know, you have like, to, it's, it's not funny because if he did hit her, then it's it's really not funny. But the, the whole thing is like, you know, people struggle with their in-laws sometimes. Oh, you know? yeah. And, and so it just, I could just picture it all unfolding. He probably, she probably came in, was telling him what to do. They started arguing, but I could just picture it all unfolding in my head. He was probably like so over her. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and then, and then it's I don't know why they have a baby in the middle. It's probably not sleeping. No, I don't know why I keep hearing when you, when you're telling this, I just hear Dave Chappelle like, shut up, bitch. Like, I just. <laughs> Exactly what he is probably saying to her. Like, <laughs> I could just picture it. Oh my gosh! I mean, and you could probably tell the mother is probably overbearing because she's she's on um, Housewives, I believe. One, One of, of the Housewives, Housewives show. Oh God! So you already know that. So you already has know. a personality. Yeah, right. they only have people on those shows that are have a crazy personality, right? So you know. I just, I can just picture it just escalating. Oh my God. Yeah. So did, do we know if like anything came out of it? Like, like criminal charges or like, I don't don't think so. Not yet. Um, he, he has the four counts against him, but I don't think he's, um, anything has been resolved yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's just been kind of staying out of the, maybe they'll drop the charges. You think maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's terrible. It is. It really is. And it's sad too, because him and Gigi had have been like kind of going strong and steady for a long time. And then this is her first child. And so I don't know. I think it's kind of mm. sad. Well, the mother probably, had to get in the way. They'll probably end up rekindling. Maybe they're not gonna be mm-hmm. have like be like a tight family bond, but yeah. Probably not. Probably There's not, not going to be any any Thanksgiving dinners around the table. <laughs> right, like exactly. Oh, oh my, my god. So moving on to somebody who is in the media again, Terrence J. Wait, again? Um, what happened? Did I so miss something? You, well, do you remember like a, a maybe like a year or so ago? He got into that bad car accident. And I then forgot he ran. about that. No. Yeah, he got into the car accident. He was in the car with a woman that wasn't his girlfriend. And he fled the scene. What the and hell? So every, yes. And so remember, all, they had all these memes that were like, who's the girl? Who was the girl? Like, they were trying to pressure him to say, who was <laughs> the girl that you were with? Because he just fled the scene, apparently, so that he wouldn't, you know, or whatever. So nobody would find out who was in the car with him. So, yeah, so that happened like a year or so ago. And now okay. he's in the media again because he says that he had to uh, get away from an attempted robbery. What the hell? He said, yeah, him like, and trouble, he's with now. Trouble is following him. him. Right. Yes. 
it's like it's it's kind of creepy it's like karma or something so like he pull apparently pulls into his driveway with whoever he's with now i don't know who the girl is and these people pull in behind him and they it's like it was four guys jump out of the car armed trying to rob him and they said he was able to like get the car out and get away and they followed him yeah and he had to call the police and and somewhere in there shots were fired too damn yeah, and nobody got hit fired. no nobody got hurt no but oh yeah apparently God. shots were fired so I don't know if these are people that he knows. He's saying it's just like an attempted robbery. I don't know if these are people That's he knows. Crazy. I don't know what is going on. I know I'm going to hire him yeah. as my stunt double, though. I mean, seriously, like, he, I don't know what is going on with Terrence Day, but he, he's, he's been in the news a couple of times. So okay. I, I, have a, I have a weird feeling that, you know, it's, it's not just something random, no, but I don't know. It's probably because he's light-skinned, you know. <laughs> He just has issues. He just, right, we just the guy. light skins. We got issues. <laughs> poor guy. He can't get away from trouble. Oh, my but. God. Well, there's somebody that we've talked about like a million times before who has issues is Cardi B. Um, yeah. This, this was a little bit a time ago, but Offset shared a video of her when they got up in the morning and she like picked his scab and she started Ugh. eating it. Oh, what's <laughs> like, wrong with her? On the video, like eating his scab. And he was so Why? disgusted. I have no idea. I mean, here's the thing. We can't really, I'm not like surprised by it because this is the same person who was on Instagram with explosive diarrhea. Okay. Oh yeah. And remember she eats like anything. I think I saw a video of her eating like raw snails and like just Ooh. weird shit, octopus balls or something. I don't know what the oh fuck she eats, but God. like these weird delicacies apparently. And like, she'll eat anything. So this did not surprise oh. me that she was eating this man's scab. I don't know. It was just disgusting to me. And then come to find out the rock, you know, like Dwayne Johnson, the rock. Yes. And all that shit. Yeah. So apparently he works out at this place that he calls Iron Paradise. And apparently there's no bathrooms around in the gym where he works out. And so he takes like, I guess, water bottles and pisses in yeah, them and, them and then just disposes of them. Um, yeah. I guess this, this was like not new. He, he was talking about this in 2017. And then this kind of, it was like a frenzy about it when he was talking to um, Esquire he was doing an yeah. interview with them and then it came out again that he was pissing in these bottles. And I'm just like, what gym are you? Like, is it an outdoor tent? Like, where are you that you don't have? Yeah. To and then where do you go to piss? Do you like go in a bush and then right, come back? I, girl, I was so confused about that whole situation. I, I, I was in the I was in the comments section and, they, and somebody was like, all that money and he can't go to a gym that for, afford a gym that has a bathroom. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, but you, I, know, like, but you know, we're, there's all sorts of workers that have to do that, right? Like delivery workers do that all the time. You know, all those Amazon people and everything yeah. like that. They can, there's nowhere for them to go to the bathroom. Like a lot of times they have to just go in the back of the truck. Damn. Yeah. I mean, then yeah, they should put like the company needs to start installing like little like Johnny on the spots in there or something like in the airplanes, you yeah, know, like a really little tiny sad. bathroom. Oh, 
Yeah, it's really sad. They really don't. That was a big story, I think, with Amazon before, too, that like they're the employees were saying that they don't get adequate bathroom breaks and stuff. So, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why The Rock is choosing this life, but (laughs) yeah, Mm, I don't know. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So it wouldn't be a podcast without mentioning one of my Atlanta housewives ladies they're oh they always find a way to work themselves into into some shit exactly (laughs) so this this week it's Portia and you know she she actually exited the show unfortunately I did like Portia but she's I I don't think she wants to deal with all the drama of her you know dating that old man that was the the other um, lady on the show's husband, right? So I don't that think whole mess. On the backlash, yeah. right? So she's left the show, as well as um, Cynthia Bailey left the show too, and she's in some shit too. Her husband has all these cheating allegations, so I don't know. I think they don't want to be in the limelight while they're right. doing all these right. different things. But Portia was in the news recently because she has a book coming out, mm-hmm. and in the book. She has a section about R. Kelly. Okay. So apparently, apparently, back in 2007, when she was 25 years old, she went to Chicago to meet with R. Kelly because she thought that she was going to get some sort of business deal out of it. Okay. While when she went to meet him, her his people took her straight to his house, took her to his bedroom, and left her there by herself. Until R. Kelly shows up and comes in the bedroom with his dick out. Oh, pretty sorry. much. Says, <laughs> no, that's what happened. I mean, says, and says, take your clothes off to her. And then she tried, I mean, you know, she turns it around in the story and says, oh, I thought that's what you had to do. You know, I thought that that was, you know, what you had to do to get ahead. No choice. She, she went on to say that she went to see him two more times. So they smashed every time? Well, see, that's what I don't know. Because when reading about it, she never actually says we had sex. But I mean, come on. He said, take your clothes off. And she she went back two more times. So you know that's what she did. She let him access the vagina. Exactly. Yeah. So then she said what made her cut ties with him was that the last time she was at his house, she said she heard a woman being beaten in the next room. Oh, shit. Now that is a crazy shit. She said that's why she cut ties with him. Oh my now God. Now that is some crazy shit. She uh, said though that she went to authorities. She did say that she went to the authorities. And I don't, I don't know when she did that, but she she said she went to the authorities. So Well, that substantiates shit. a lot of those women's claims. Yeah. For sure. That's wow. really sad. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. that's what she... Yeah, so that's what, what that'll be part of her book that's coming out. So it actually might be pretty interesting. Yeah, well, so book. many people are having book releases with like tell-alls, like oh, Will's book. So many, so I mean, many. Will Smith's book is crazy. Oh, you know Will Smith's book is going to yeah, be crazy. It's... I'm going to have to read. I'm going to have to read some of these. These are going to be good yes. Christmas gifts. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Put them on your list. Book. Right. Right. I'm going to put everybody's tell-all book on my Christmas oh wish my list. God. Very interesting. But yeah. I thought that was a very interesting story. So, you know, I mean, gosh, like, ooh, I don't know, Portia, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I keep going back, but 
you know, mm. yeah. So, so moving on, not to keep it too heavy because we had the Travis Scott stuff, but there is another story that actually sadly kind of got like pushed to the side a little bit when Travis Scott's story came out just mm-hmm. because it was Travis Scott's story was like a mass casualty story. Right. So of course it got a lot of media attention. But before that happened, there was a, so the Raiders ride receiver, his name is Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Um, And I should say former now because he has been released. He was out drinking with his girlfriend, got in his Corvette and decided to drive drunk 156 miles per hour. Ended up losing control of the car, crashing into the back of this poor girl. And it it was just a girl, a young girl and her dog in the car at the time, smashed into the back of the car. The car completely ignited in fire. Double house And they said, yep. And they they said that they could hear the girl scream, like, um, you know, bystanders that could saw what happened they could hear the girl screaming in the car as she burned alive they couldn't get her out meanwhile but here's but here's where the story okay so a lot of the nfl has come out in support of henry ruggs like saying okay you know he made a a mistake and you know he needs support too he's devastated blah, blah blah yada 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 but here's the thing there is a video of the scene of the accident. You can see the car on fire. You can see people trying to figure out what to do. Uh-huh. They call 911, blah, blah, blah. And here he is sitting on the pavement with his girlfriend. And he's like cursing, like, like he's like, F this and F that. Like, not didn't seem too concerned about the car on fire, just about himself. Right. Then there's a then there's a story that came out that when he got to the hospital, he was very combative with the doctors, the police. He didn't want to. He kept saying, "Do you know who I am?" Stuff like that. What? Blah 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 blah. Yes. Then to make and it this even, motherfucker was drunk. Yes. Yes, and he was drunk. And they said, and the police and the doctors said he was slurring his words. He was drunk. Everything. But then to make it worse, so say, so, okay, say pass that off for being drunk, right? That kind of behavior. To make it even worse, he has had several court appearances. He is on home arrest, house arrest. He has to have a drug test and an alcohol test. He ha- he cannot drink, do drugs, nothing. He has not turned in his test. He is, and he has said... He has not been turning in his drugs and alcohol tests. So he has a warrant out for him to appear in court because he has not been following the rules. So, oh, mean, come on. He's not taking this seriously. Now he's no. really just, you know, this is like pissing me off as you're like telling me this story. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even know anything about this. And yeah. that is some asshole selfish shit. Like you've killed somebody and. Yeah while you were drunk and now you're doing shit where it's like, it seems like you're not taking responsibility. Exactly. This is crazy. A hundred, but you have to picture what 156 miles per hour looks like. I can't even, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine the car was probably ripped to shreds, to shreds. And like, you can only imagine what that body looked like. 
Oh I my mean, God, I can't even think about it. Okay, and for him to be acting that way after killing somebody, I'm sorry, he sounds like an entitled jerk to me. Right. And he just he just wants to be like you do you, you know saying stuff like do you know who I am? You killed somebody. Right. You know, this should be the most humbling thing that ever will happen to you in your life. Exactly. You are probably going to prison. Right. And you know, you need to start honestly start praying and start trying to you know figure out a way to move on with your life after doing something so horrendous to somebody that you can never take back you've taken somebody's family member away and that and that one selfish move to and and it was so uh, you know people coming out saying like oh well everybody's gotten behind the wheel after drinking and stuff like that that might be true but add in 156 miles per hour in a sports car come on, that's deliberate. That's, you know, that's not, I'm carefully trying to get home and hope I don't get pulled over. That's, I don't care. I'm invincible. I'm going to do what I want to do. So I don't know. Very, he needs to to exercise some humility. um, Yeah. For what he's done. You know what I mean? I don't care. Very sad. He took somebody's life. Yeah. Very, very sad. Recklessly. Very recklessly. And, and it could have been worse. It could have been, it could have been, been three fatalities and the damn dog. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, can you picture the dog, the girl? I mean, I mean, for something like that to hit you, it must have been so quick. Like she probably didn't even know what happened to her. And and the fact that she was still alive when screaming? she hit, it was like, oh my God. It was, it was like, the fire. It was the fire that actually oh my killed God. Can them. you imagine? Yeah. That's why she was screaming because she was being burned. Yeah, she's being alive. Burned. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Yep. I, can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And speaking of like this whole like NFL subject, have you seen this video of Zach Stacy? He's an ex player. Yeah. I forgot what um what team he's on. He was on. But um this there's a video out right now of him and his either girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, the baby mother. Um, they have a five month old together. He go, they're in the house together. There's a camera in the house. He goes crazy on her. He, he oh, touches her, her knocks her to this. the floor, um, punt, throws her into the fucking TV. The TV oh, falls on God. her. He's pounding her into the, into the floor, into the baby's toys. Like he went off like ballistic on her and I guess it was over like I I don't know if it was like rumors of like her doing something in the past or something that she did currently like stepping outside and and being with other people but something set him off and he beat the shit out of her and so they were looking for him I think because he's done it before and she was smart mm. enough to put a camera in the house because he had something going wow. on in, I think, Nashville where something similar happened for some shit that he did. And mm. um, she recorded it. And then the police were called. He fled. His friends were hiding him like little bitches. And oh then finally they caught up with him, I think, in Florida. They arrested him and he had his little... Um, you know, a little court appearance or whatever. So I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to release him, um, but he's been charged. And I think he has to go through the process and get sentenced and all of that. But it was one of the worst cases I've seen so bad. Even Evelyn Lozada, because you know, her ass got head by the head, but Ocho Cinco, she came right. out and did like a whole video about how she was triggered and how important it is. 
um, you know, like when you're being violated, when you're being abused to like talk to somebody and, and get help and try to get yourself away from that. So I know that's like a whole other story, but it's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what needs to be done with these NFL players. Cause it's like story after story after story with them. Yeah. Maybe it's time that we don't pay NFL players the same wage that we pay doctors and lawyers, professors and everything else. Like, cause I feel like the money, the fame stuff goes to their head. It's crazy. You know? Like how he thought really he could is. exercise that much authority over her. That's wild. And she couldn't do shit. Like she was like crawled up in a ball and the baby was right there. It was happening right around. Yeah, her, I, saw, I saw that story. Like with the baby was right there. That yes. was so sad. Oh my God. It was that terrible. is so sad. Okay. Well, let me um, get off of these heavy topics. Um, <laughs> do you remember um, Andy Dick? He's a comedian. Remember him? Yeah, of I course. Like yes. He fell off like the face of the earth, but I know a while, a while older, back, though, he is older. Yes. So, um, Andy is in a relationship. Um, he was dating this guy and apparently like a while back, I think it was like October, he pled guilty to a misdemeanor count of sexual battery for uh, apparently groping his Lyft driver. So <laughs> that was in October. And then this month, he gets into an argument with his boyfriend that turns into a physical fight. And he apparently hit his boyfriend over the head with a liquor bottle. Oh, Lord. And then he got the arrested. The ghetto. Um, then he got arrested and it was for domestic battery and he posted a $50,000 bond. So, Oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening hot with these mess. people? I feel a like hot mess. everybody is just like acting like children like the whole you know what I mean like there's no sense of like making good decisions as an adult yeah like, it's just it's just terrible it really is well, I kind of feel like this kind of stuff has been going on the whole time it's just that there's like people just put their business out there more mm-hmm. you know That's true. people really just put their business out there I feel like before it was like you keep that kind of that stuff was like disgraceful you keep it like yeah you keep it like hush 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 yeah now like people just put all their business out there they don't care I guess yeah well I mean he he definitely doesn't care and and the crazy thing is like we laugh about that we say that's not serious but it is actually it's still domestic violence just because he's dating a guy he beat the shit out of his boyfriend with that bottle (laughs) yeah it's crazy it is still the same shit you know it doesn't matter who you're with so that's what that is um, so we don't have like a, a, a classic messy minute here, but I was watching the real the other day and Tammy Roman, remember her from basketball wives? Yeah, she was yeah. up there. And by the way, she was looking kind of sickly. That's like a whole nother thing. But anyway, she was oh, on no. the show and she's dating this guy, Reggie Youngblood. Now, Tammy is 51. Reggie is 34. And oh. they've been having conversations about baby making. And this is what she had to say. Oh, on the real. Lord. You definitely speak your truth. And recently you and your husband, um, Reggie Youngblood, yes. you guys talked about that you're considering surrogacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Any updates, anything you want to share with us or how were you How's guys doing? Yeah. It's on pause. Is it? Okay, yeah, well, I feel like I'm at a point where my career is starting to do and reward Mm. me for all of my efforts and the time that I've been in this business. And a baby for me right now, 
would just not yeah. be the thing to do. Yeah. So what I offered him okay. was an opportunity for us to take a break for a year or two what? and let him go find someone to have a child with. Stop it. And then when he has his baby, we could get back together. You so would genuinely be okay with that. When he has oh, the baby, we could get back together. So I'm, I'm very confused. Okay, so this is the question that I posed for this messy minute. Like, you are with somebody. He's, he's younger than you. So I guess the idea here is that he wants to have a legacy. You know what I mean? She has children. He does not. Um... You know, it's something that I guess he wants more than she does and she loves him and, and all this. So would you allow your partner to procreate outside of your marriage to fulfill Ooh. his wishes? That's that's the question. And I want you to think on that while I share my personal story. Okay. So I am currently in a relationship where I'm going to be married. And I am about four years older than my partner. I have a child who is 16 years old and my partner does not. And my partner wants children or wants a child at least, especially, you know, to carry on legacy and things like that. So we've had multiple conversations about this and I would like to give my partner a child. However, I am very concerned about being able to get pregnant, to stay pregnant and to deliver a healthy baby at my age and at this point in my life. And Tammy took a moment after she was on the reel to clarify that she's had a lot of like fertility issues that they've tried IVF, but the doctor's opinion was that the baby could be born with complications. So that changed her mind about using a surrogate with her eggs. Um, you know, they've tried the natural way, but she's had like a few miscarriages. So there, there was an explanation of why she said she would allow this break. Um, for me, it's not the first choice I would have made in my particular situation um, for to allow my partner to do that. That would not be you know, right. my first choice to do that. I don't know that I even could allow that without severing the relationship and letting him do what he does so he can get that, that need met. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm judging her because I feel like that's just a, a crazy wild suggestion that she's made. So I feel like I am judging her in a way. What do you, what's your take on it? What do you think about it? Well, first of all, who is this girl that they signed up to be like a single mother? He's got to find a random girl that, you know, meets his checklist the way he oh needs it. And then that's, yeah. Well, I feel, I feel sorry for her because she's being signed up to be like, uh, basically, you know, carrying this baby with no help afterwards because he's going to go back to. <laughs> well, she's Tammy said. Tammy did say, though, that she would co-parent. She feels like it would be a co-parenting situation. She would help raise the baby as if it was her own. She just doesn't want to, you know, do that through her her own vagina or, you know, with her, her <laughs> own egg and all of that. So th that's where she stands with this whole process. So whoever well, they... Why don't they just adopt a baby? Like, I mean, that would be a, a, an option. Much easier oh, yes. than like giving the green light for him to like 
go do whatever. That doesn't even make sense. You know what it is? I think they're not adopting because he wants a baby of his own. He wants his legacy. Yeah, but then that's something that you compromise. If you're in love with somebody, then, okay, maybe it's not my flesh and blood, but if you adopt a small baby, that's going to be your baby. That's going to be the only parent that that baby I mean, knows. But not biologically. That's not, you know, that's not your sperm. Yeah, but if, he, if he loves this woman, then that's, that's See? a compromise, that's but a that's, sacrifice. That's what I struggle with because then I feel like he would resent me. Like I, that would be selfish of me to be like, you know, that's what we're going to do. If that's something that he really wants, if, if he really wants that child and I can't provide that child to him, do I let him procreate with someone else? Or do I say to him, you know what? this relationship isn't going to work out. Like I, this is what I can't do for you. And this is what you want. And I can't be selfish enough. Now I, I will say that the boy, the, the um, husband, Reggie did turn her down. He did. He did say he's, he's not going to do that. Um, You know, he loves her and that is definitely commendable. I definitely respect him for that. Um, But the thing I worry about most is that, is he going to resent her? for that and maybe he won't because she gave him an opportunity you know what I mean maybe he won't but I just think this is something that you talk about before you get into a serious relationship with someone and also too like there are lots of people that try to have babies and can't have babies and I don't think that that should be a make or break situation like if you're in love with somebody the baby is secondary to that the baby is because of that Mm -hmm. and so if you if you're with somebody that can't have your child then you think about alternatives you know yeah, yeah I don't think you leave the person I, but I don't know I definitely think you know just bringing it full circle here her idea of you know going to find this other woman and then having the baby and then raising the baby together as the Brady Bunch and all that this other stuff ridiculous. like think about how messy that could get though like yeah, really that's messy. About how, like feelings get involved and tied yeah. and custody situation like it's you know just thinking about how that would look it just seems like it would just get into a lot of messy sticky situations that you know somebody in in a married relationship would not want to be dealing with very messy very quickly (laughs) oh yeah definitely that goes beyond that goes beyond a messy minute that's a a messy month (laughs) (laughs) right right (laughs) yes okay so this is so, you know, we're done for today. You know, um, yeah. that was enough. <laughs> I can definitely unpack. say that. A lot to unpack. Um, so we have, what, one more episode to go before we end this yeah. season. This is crazy, like, how much time is flying by. It's I know. insane. Um, so for Thanksgiving, that's coming up. Are you doing anything special? No, I think we're just going to attempt to cook here. Try not to burn the house down. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, same every year. We just get together with, um, you know, my family at my mom's, do a little dinner there. Um, so nothing like crazy extraordinary, but um, yeah, yeah, we always have a good time. So that's really yeah. about it. I hope everybody has a very, very happy Thanksgiving Stay away yes. from all the mess you can. Don't be fighting yes. with your relatives over the dinner table on Thanksgiving. Don't Just stay away. Just say no. <laughs> Make the better decision. Don't be toxic. 
And um, we will catch you guys next time, which will be our last episode of the season. So please remember to listen, subscribe, tune in, share, do all of that great stuff. Um, And we will just uh, catch you guys next time. Yep. Good one. Bye. Bye.